I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Points Bet has great odds and NFL spreads. Why bet anywhere else? When you bet with Points Bet, you get great odds and bigger payouts. Download the app today and get in on the action. Terms and conditions apply. Void where prohibited. Must be 21 plus. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler for crisis counseling. And referral services. Here we go. Every Thursday at this time, the maestro himself, Mike Palm, joins us in studio. He is the VP of Circa, the Golden Gate and D, downtown Las Vegas, and the host of Odds On weekdays at 2 Eastern right here on VSIN. Maestro, greetings and salutations. Good morning, my Mitch. Good morning, Paul. Good morning. Good morning, Lemonster, Massachusetts, our loyal family watching on Nesson. Aurora, Illinois, Peekaboo Marquee. We see you. Somebody tweeted at me. You ever play poker around in or around Aurora? All the time I used to at the Hollywood Casino there, 2040 Omaha Hilo. Sault Ste. Marie, <laughs> Ontario. Everyone listening on Spot Roger Sportsnet's uh, Seven Fields, the Pittsburgh area, AT&T, and Palmdale, California. All of you watching on Spectrum, we say good morning. Okay. Beautiful. This is really turning into something now with Circus Survivor, right? Yeah, Paul's but, but, on but you want to now. change it now. You want to have a whole new contest. I don't concur. Trying to reinvent the wheel. Oh, you pick an underdog. You pick the underdog. <laughs> oh, that's a great idea for a contest. 17 times. Okay. It's a great idea for a contest, Mike. It's terrific. Because it's because the survivor's been, you know, so, you know, so uncompelling. Un- I mean. I'll run it by Derek. Run it by him. See what he says. Run it by him. Okay. So Do a $50 million guarantee. Paul's on record <laughs> for now saying we're down to, what, 173 contestants? Yeah, in Circus 173. Survivor? Okay. He said this week it's not going to make Christmas. Do you concur? Well, I don't know about that, but I said I said three weeks ago, and there were still twenty two hundred people. Make a number that it doesn't. Nobody goes twenty and zero. 
And people say, oh, 10 to 1, 20 to 1. Nah, nah. you know, we were getting lucky there where all the people, the, the, the consensus picks were coming back from 14-point deficits and all that. Remember we said last year was an aberration? or yeah. uh, Some did. I did. Mm-hmm. Because you had two really bad teams that everybody could play against most weeks, right? Last year, after week 10, there were 88 players remaining out of 1390, 6.3%. This year, after week 10, 173 out of over 4,000, 4.2%. Okay. Okay, so there, it, there's been more, more carnage this year. And it's going to be tough. Not just Christmas and Thanksgiving, but the Sundays that follow yep. with the shortened schedules. Yep. I know. You're all over it. And there are Thanksgiving's difficult. And then that, that Sunday, we hey, were, oh. I got one for you right now. Yeah. For Thanksgiving, because yeah. that's its own separate week here at Circa. Yeah. Did you see this? The number of people who have the Cowboys left? 106. 61%. That's it. Yeah, one, mm. 106 out of 173. But, you know, the people that advanced last week used the Cowboys, right? They didn't, they yeah. didn't wait. Because everybody wanted to save the Cowboys for Thanksgiving, but the people that used them got through against Atlanta. And I mean, it's just a really bad beat if you took Pittsburgh. I mean, they don't announce it till an hour and a half after your picks have to be in that Roethlisberger's not going to play. I mean, that's just it, 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 what can you do about that? It's okay, just the luck of it. Well, how many how many phone calls did Benson get? They get he got phone calls about Ty. Why of is course, the tie? That's what I, yes. You're complaining course. about the tie. We yeah. didn't lose. We didn't lose. It's very clear in the rule. You have to right. pick a winner. Right. That's why if your game gets canceled, you're out too. Right. You have to have a Amen. winner. Right. Amen. Now, has there been... Ties not a win. Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. The feedback that we also got this week as well. Any talk about maybe moving the deadline back, but how that works here is is different in Las Vegas because so many people use proxies and you can't have yeah. proxies taking up all the windows. No, you, and you, yeah, you can't have them taking up the windows on Sunday morning. Right. Plus, how are they going to run there? You're going to put the picks in in the middle of the night, and then, you know, it, there's, it's no matter what time you set, there'll be news after it, okay? Okay, fair enough. We set it at 6 a.m., the news comes out at 8 a.m. that he's not going to play. Yeah. It's COVID. Yeah, right. But that was just a perfect storm. Yeah, it, where, it was. Where yeah. you have this rule, other places, or the guy back home in Iowa, whatever, has this rule, and then the Roethlisberger beat, too. And he had to go to war with Mason Rudolph. That's what happened. Ooh, ooh. That was ugly. That was really bad. <laughs> yes. Duck Hodges would have beaten the Lions. <laughs> yes. Probably, oh, I don't know right? about that. <laughs> what do you mean you don't know about that? Dwayne Haskins? Maybe. 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 Okay. Duck Hodges. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh. Duck Hodges was better than Rudolph last year. Can we say this? The combination of those two may be the worst tandem we've ever seen. Maybe. That was that. I mean, I'm not joking. That's how bad it was a couple of years ago. It may be. On Christmas Day, by the way, uh, again, you got it. It's a separate uh-huh. week here mm-hmm. at Circa. Mm-hmm. Uh, only 4.6% of people have the Colts left. Yeah, they... Eight. Eight. Colts are by far the lowest team with people remaining. Yep. Oh. Eight. The second lowest is the Rams. 15 people have the Rams left. The third lowest is Kansas City with 34, Buffalo 37. Those are the four that really are below the, the Yep. The Good call. You're right. <laughs> people have already used Buffalo. But they're going to so use Tennessee. So they're out on Thanksgiving. They'll I mean, use it's Tennessee but, on this Christmas if you get right. there, right? Against that... San Francisco? Use Tennessee. That's the Thursday before the Christmas games. That's oh, part okay. of the window. It's and not 171 out of 173 have Tennessee left. Well, here's the thing. It's a tough game. What, what if the Niners, what if we get that version again? What, why? The, the Tennessee's going to become the Rams? Well, where are you at the, with the Titans? Are, are they going, going to the Super Bowl, well, or are they getting overrated at this know. point? They find a way to win. I mean, he took this team with a really bad defense in Tannehill deep into the playoffs two years in a row. So the team knows how to win. I, I, I still think Buffalo's better. I know they beat Buffalo there. I still probably think Buffalo's better and maybe Kansas City. 
I, I don't know, but uh, this AFC North is just a hodgepodge of mediocre teams. All right, right. Mm-hmm. Hey, a, here's another one. Yeah. Do you think the Patriots are better? Yes, they... I think the Patriots deserve the bet. When you talk about who's the long shot to win the Super Bowl, I think the pa- you could have got the Patriots like 45 to 1 two weeks ago. Yep. You still get them 25, 30 to 1. They think they're really legitimate. They're, they're the most improved team from week one by far. It's not even close. Yeah. Again, I've said this now all along. If the Patriots won those games against the Cowboys and the Buccaneers, which were absolutely winnable, and if Damian Harris doesn't fumble against the Dolphins, like what's, what are we know. talking about for a power rating or for a narrative with the Patriots at this point? If they're 8-2 or 9-1? They're going to be the number one team. But look, if they don't give up 24 yards on third and 25 to Dallas, that game never even gets to yeah, There you go. I yep. mean, come Good on. Recall. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Great yep. breakdown with Survivor. Excellent. Where are we at with Circa Mill? Two, two people, 38 and 12? That's right. Two people, huh. 38 and 12. Four people, 36, 13 and 1. So those guys have a... A game-and-a-half lead. Uh, Barca still tied in seventh place. And then the bottom, 14-35-1 is the overall booby. Two guys tied with that right now. 38-12. 38-12. and 12. Think 78 and 12. I think that's 76%. I'm not going to Oh, wow. <laughs> Honestly. But look, but look at that. You're 38-12, and 12 and look at the – you only got a, a one – game-and-a-half lead. Yeah, game-and-a-half point lead. There's Look a dozen that. teams on the list that are 36 or above. All I got to do is stay above. 76%. The rest of <laughs> oh, that's it. Five. That's it. Easy, oh, easy to do. Four to five, four to five, four to five, four to yeah. five, three out of five. Let me ask you this. If you had to pick right now, if we yeah. started back in week one yeah. and we're through week 10 and you had to pick five games a week just to win outright, uh-huh. would you be 38 and 12? Uh, I would I'd be lucky to be 25 and 25. <laughs> it's tough. It is. This is a tough bracket. Kudos. This NFL. Uh-huh. It is really tough. Yeah. That's, I mean, if you listen to the network – like beyond this show, and you you've heard guests before, and guys that are really good at this stuff. Las Vegas Chris is the name that pops up. He was part of the panel here at Circa mm-hmm. before the season started. He's a very good tournament player. There was a contest here in town called Last Man Standing. It's what there da- five or six people left down to two. Oh, it's two now. Started with six thousand. He's one of them. Yeah, I I remember he was recounting when it was fifty, then thirty, then I think there were six going into last week. Yep. So now he's down to two. So well, now he can start hedging, right? I mean, maybe he did already. Right? I don't know, yeah. but sure. Or maybe he can whack talk to the person the who's left. Yeah. And he's like, "Do you want to whack it up?" Here's Just the like thing: the like, I, this is the contest that my buddy and I won in 2006. I don't make deep runs every single year in Last Man Standing. Far from it. Las Vegas Chris has won the Last Man Standing. I think the college version before he makes deep runs like every single year. Mm-hmm. And it's not always doing the same things every year if you listen to him. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. he adjusts uh, what his theories are on the games and this and that. But all these guys that win take a different view of it from the mainstream, right? They all, they, they all take a different – and they're always trying to get value against the public opinion. So. Yep. You want to get into uh, Paulie's blackjack tournament this past weekend? Sure. Downtown and strategy overall for playing? Oh, this is something. I just want to say this, though, because we see the, the talk show host and the, and the great guy here. But to see the VP in action, uh-huh. he's he's the he's on the mic. He's doing the chip counts for every day. He's, he's going over the rules. He's he, the maestro. Oh, he really incredible. is. It's rare that you see the vice president of operations going. And that's what we saw this weekend. It was a great time. Uh, and and uh, you, ran, you did a great job with how you put it on and everything. But the strategy there is something. Because I don't know what to expect going in. About well, I, I talked about it with him briefly about when do you use the ace how much do you bet? Some people went all in on the first hand. Yeah, very I mean, few, that, though. But most people that play in a lot of tournaments are going to bet $100 and just see how the hand, it develops. You play right. 21 hands. You have to be the top chip count at your table to move on. So, uh, And in a lot of the rounds, there were three people, right? Because we played, we, we left the COVID rules. It's more comfortable playing three at a table, right, than six. 
Um, but but anyhow, most people are going to wait. Then you get a free ace. Most people aren't going to play that till the last three hands, right? And of course, you're trying to yeah, to catch the fresh card to make the blackjack to get three to two. Did you tell Mitch about the the lead you choked off against the guy yeah, in your guy very was, first round? Why yeah. you had to rebuy? Yeah, guy was down to one chip. What'd you have? Five, Six thousand? Yeah. Five thousand something. He had like fifty two hundred, and yeah. the guy had two hundred, and the guy came back and beat him. Won won like seven straight hands. Double up, double up, double up, double up. That's what he was up. doing. The guy just doubled up, and he yeah. won every single one. Every hand. Yeah. Every hand. And Remember, he, he went. He had thirty two hundred, and he bet three thousand. He saved the two hundred. He lost the hand, and then he won like seven consecutive hands. Yeah. And beat. He, so he was. It just, he was in uh, that position because yeah. he's sticking on thirteens and fourteens against face cards, right. and I'm going to say something like, "You have no idea what you're doing." And then I walk into someone in the know. He's like, "He beat us for hundred twenty thousand." And he and yeah, that, that person guy. also yeah, said he has on, no idea. On roulette, though. On roulette. Oh, it was roulette. Oh, it was roulette. roulette. Oh, I on thought roulette. it was blackjack. Uh, well, he plays them all, but he oh, had some pretty okay. big wins on roulette this weekend. Plays really? Baccarat, everything. Tourist or is he everything. local? Um, eh, he's a he's a regular visiting person. Okay. He doesn't live here, but he's here every month. Quite often. Usually, usually once a month. Is he okay? Yeah. So he's this, but when it turned, uh, clearly he just he started getting great cards, and you didn't. Is that what happened? But then Paulie got in the rebuy round, and he won. Uh, but then he didn't. He didn't make, and he couldn't win the drawing again. He couldn't win the drawing. The only thing would have been better <laughs> would have been better if it's McKay was in the drawing and won it. No kidding, right? That I mean, guy, then, that would have been better. McKay. He would have no got luck there. in these drawings. He would have got there. Do a wild gets... card drawing to get two more people into this. All right, let's follow the money here on Vsin, the Sports Betting <laughs> Network. Mike Palm with us here in studio. Up next, uh, does it every single Thursday. The five biggest gaps from the previous week in sports. We like to call it no hyperbole. Who is his number one culprit this week? From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. In your face. <laughs> Back here, follow the money on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Here we go every Thursday with the Maestro, the five biggest gaffes from the previous week. It's called No Hyperbole. All right, let's start out with number five $1.25 million just in between friends. Virginia Tech announces that they will part ways with head coach Justin Fuentes on Tuesday after the team whipped up on Duke over the weekend and sit at five and five. Terms of the deal, um, were revealed by athletic director Whip Wick Babcock, who negotiated down his buyout from $10 million down to $8.75 million. Quintus will not coach the last two games of the year at Miami and at Virginia. If they would have just waited till December 16th to fire him, they would have paid him $7.5 million. What? They gained $1.25 million in value in starting this coaching search a month earlier. There's all these jobs out there this year. There's a ton yeah. of Division I jobs. I mean, look at Washington, Washington State, USC, TCU. I mean, it goes on and on. LSU. There's so many jobs out there. Is there really that much value? Amal said on our show the other day, he's mad at his life choices. Why didn't he become an AD? who can make these ridiculous contracts and buyouts and never suffer any repercussions. Yeah, right. This one, certainly a head scratcher. Number four, Houston. We have a problem. This refers to East Carolina head coach Mike Houston and the drive um, right at the end of the game at Memphis. They were trailing 20 to 16. They put together a very impressive drive. As they crossed the two-minute mark, they had second and eight from the 10-yard line. Okay. They rushed the ball down and ended up with third and, and, and two from the three or from the nine-yard line. The clock's running. They're still in the hurry-up. I get it. Memphis hasn't used any timeouts yet. But then they make first and goal on the one. First and goal on the one. What do they do? They hurry up again and run the ball right into the end zone. They didn't take any time off the clock. They didn't make Memphis use any of their three timeouts. They get a three-point lead. What happens? Well, of course, Memphis drives down the field with a minute 30, uses all three timeouts, and kicks a field goal on the last play of the game to tie it. East Carolina stops a two-point conversion uh, in overtime to win 30-29 on the road. I agree with Paul Stone. That might be a tricky spot for Cincinnati next week uh, when they have to play at East Carolina. Number three, loose lips in Lubbock. I don't know if anybody happened to hear the call oh. of the game. Not, not the Beth Moen call, but please. But the, the Texas Tech guys call of the game against Iowa State on Saturday in Lubbock. They were very critical of the officiating. They said that, quote, the Big 12 does not want Iowa State to lose this game. The Big 12 should be ashamed of themselves. 
Bob Bowlesby, you have to answer for this. They went on and listed all eight officials. They said, these two guys have been terrible. Let's tell you the name of all eight. They, one guy was cursing on the air about a review call. They listed all the eight officials. The fans, after they overturned an interception, were throwing things on the field in the end zone. They cleared two sections of the student section. They stopped the game for 20 minutes and kicked all these students out. On and on and on. They kick a 62-yard field goal to win at Texas Tech. Bowlesby comes out yesterday and suspends the two announcers for the game this week against Oklahoma State. Did you know for, a conference could do that? No, I had no idea. They, they suspend, I guess they could, they could suspend <laughs> the vendors. They could suspend yes. anybody involved, involved in the athletic in the game. And yeah. that, here's the bottom line here. Matt Campbell again. Yeah. He got all the breaks and other ten and a half point favorite on the road. He loses again. I don't want to hear any more about Matt Campbell. I don't want to hear any more about Dan Mullen. Give up 50 points to Stanford in the swamp. This team couldn't score two touchdowns at home in their division. What a joke these two are. And we keep hearing about how great they are. I'm done with it. All of it. Moving on. Oh, that is a great rant. Oh, it's a joke. Number two, <laughs> disoriented Deshaun. What in the hell is Deshaun Jackson doing on this catch in the Raiders game? They, they sign him. Rugs gone, obviously, with, with, with what happened with the girl and her dog. They signed Deshaun Jackson. First target of the game, a 40-yard mm -hmm. catch. you got to look at the – we can't play tape of the game, but here's the two still shots. He catches the ball right on the numbers at the 20. They're down 24-14. He's got a four-yard head start. A four-yard head start on Fenton. What does he do? He turns back into the defense and goes parallel to the 18. Fenton grabs him. He fumbles. The Honey Badger recovers the ball, and the game was over. Oh, at that point. That they was, were done. Oh, that yeah. was, see you later. They cut, yeah. If he just keeps running, they cut the lead to three. Right. They're right in that game. That, that They might have left their season on the field on that play. I don't know. We'll see how they react. But what is, could he possibly have been doing there, Mitch? Mike, I've watched the play 25 times minimum, and every single time I'm like, I, I don't get it. I still don't understand. I can't comprehend what he was thinking. He's running straight to the pylon. All he's got to do is keep <laughs> yes. going. It's not that they're even going to close on him. And what he turns and comes back. It's ridiculous. Uh, and then number one, just another Boger call. This, you know, roughing the passer in general has gotten out of hand here. Yeah. I mean, anytime they can, they almost should put flags on the quarterbacks in the NFL. It, it's getting this bad. But this call really changed the game. Saints at Tennessee. They're right inside the two-minute warning. First and goal. Tannehill gets forced to his left. He throws against his body into the end zone. It gets picked off. You know, and... They come in and they call Caden Ellis for roughing the passer. Here's the still shot of it. He contacts his chest with Tannehill's right shoulder. If you go back and you time this, Mitch, it's .8 seconds after Tannehill releases the ball. He hits him in the shoulder with his chest. No contact to the head. Doesn't land on him. Nothing forcible to the ground. The great thing is, if you were watching this game, Sean Payton tried to have this play reviewed. He brought the whole game, or Jerome Bogar, who's the crew. That's why the title of it. He brought the whole crew over to this. He wanted them to go look at the replay of this and tell them how he could have, could have called this pass inter, or, uh, roughing the passer. Then after the game, they asked Peyton about it. Of course, they lose 23-21, and he says, no comment. Next question. Which was, no was the classy thing to do. Yep. And no explanation. Yep. I mean, that, that changed that game. Yep. That's going to be 6-6 six, six and a half, or maybe 9-6 Saints. Instead, they're down 13-6. I mean, this here's two yep. teams. That affects the AFC and the NFC playoff races. And that's no hyperbole. Yep. Great job. Great Excellent. Job. B plus. The writing was fantastic, as always. It's always. See, yes. don't you think those calls should be reviewable? <laughs> well, that's what yeah. they tried to do. Pass interference, right? And they said it's too subjective. The pass interference goal. But, like... They should have an explanation for roughing the passer. Like, it should fit into a category. Did he hit him in the head? One. Mm -hmm. Was it too late? Two. 
or did they throw them to the ground, land on them? Three. And if it falls into one of those categories, I mean, those things are discernible, right? Right. You can go back. College seems to do this. How come co college can go back and look at these targeting? Go in college, that call against the, the Bengals for helmet to helmet contact and that that would have been reviewed and thrown out, right? College reviews Was every one of these. Jets? Yeah, they yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. The Jets. Yeah. And college would have got that right, right? Yeah, they they would have went back they and looked at it and said there was no targeting yes, on the play. Right, right, right. But here, the college is better than the NFL in this aspect. They got to get better. Yep. Excellent. Very yeah. good. Can I, throw, can I show this to you? I want to see what you think. Okay. Because you got your Cincinnati ticket. This is blind resume. Mm. I want you to go in fresh here. Okay. <clears throat> Very good. Because it's like, oh, okay, yeah, how's the committee going to do this? And, this is eye opening every yep. single time you this do is, it. Okay. Team A. Nine and one. They lost against a top 10 team. FPI top 50, six and one. Strength of record, third. Team B, nine and one. Lost to a top 20 team. FPI top 50, six and one. Strength of record, second. From David Hale, ESPN. Any, any guesses? What do you think? Team, team A got a pretty good, pretty close, right? Team A, team B? Well, one of them is. <clears throat> But against FPI top 50, has Alabama played that many games against FPI top 50? I don't know. I think one of them's. I think Oklahoma State. I agree with. I, I agree with Brando, who, by the way, was just great yesterday. I replayed that three times his interview. He is so spot on on everything. I don't know. It's Alabama against like uh, against like Michigan State, Michigan, or Oklahoma State. I would guess. No, Team A. Team A is Notre Dame. Team B is Alabama. Northern Illinois has more wins over teams with a winning record than Alabama. I'm kidding. Look at that, look at that but that's like yeah. Notre Dame, please. Look at that. Look. Neither of them belong in. Yeah. Alabama wins the SEC, obviously, they belong in. But neither of them belong in. How could Notre Dame get in? If Cincinnati loses, that makes them worse. They need Cincinnati to lose to go over. They can't be over Cincinnati. What if they, what if they no, do they that, though? No, they can't, though, because that would just be the worst. It would. It would be even worse than putting a two-loss Alabama team I ahead concur. of them. Right? No, Notre, concur. Notre Dame ahead of Cincinnati would be the, the worst, worst thing, thing the sport could ever do. Yes. The worst thing ever. If they're undefeated. Then, yeah. Yeah, correct, yes. Yeah. Do you think Oregon, yeah. if Oregon wins uh, out, deserves to be in the playoff? 12-1? Uh, and one? I looked at their resume. It, it, well, okay, but again, there's not much on it. Give, give me the teams that should be over them. Oklahoma State. I think Oklahoma oh. State has a case. They, they have a They will have had to beat Oklahoma twice or Baylor twice to get there to where we're talking about. Their yeah. loss is credible. They led most of that game in Ames and lost by a field goal. Yeah. It's incredible. But the I, thing I, about Oregon is their uh, loss is so bad. That Stanford yeah. team has got up. And don't tell me about the quarterbacks out. The quarterback only won one game for him. That Stanford team is weak. Tara Vanderveer is tougher than that Stanford team. They also had, but there was a, a really bad call at the end of the game. There was, but how about all the bad calls against Cal when they played Oregon? You also, Cal got screwed out of that game, too. Right. I don't, you can't ignore Oregon going to Ohio State and doing what they did, though. I, I get it. That's, you right. know. But Cincinnati's win at Notre Dame isn't far behind that. Oh, it's That's a very right. good win. Top plays from Express Bet editor-in-chief Jeremy Plonk. Race 6, Laurel. He likes the 5, John the Bear. 10-1, to one. giddy up. Churchill, race 9, he likes the 3. Dr. Nash, 7-2. to two. You can bet these races and more using First Bet, the preferred horse betting app of VEASAN. Sign up with First Bet using the code VEGAS1000 for an instant $10 free plus up to a $1,000 bonus. VEASAN.com slash horses for details. VEASAN.com slash horses. In-pocket plays are up next, and I want to expand on this question to Mike. The longest shot on the board with a realistic chance of winning the AFC or the NFC. That's coming up here in Follow the Money. It's VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network.
has an algorithm to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. Take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. Later on. I might look at a Hunter Henry anytime touchdown plus 240. Maybe a first touchdown score of the game at plus, you know, $15 as well or $14. I like that. Yeah, yeah. first and last, 14, 17. Yeah. Yeah. I bet Giants plus 11 and a half yeah. earlier in the week on Monday night against Tampa Bay. And uh, two team teaser also early in the week Minnesota plus eight and a half, Seattle plus eight and a half. All right, I'm taking the seven. That doesn't make any sense, right? It looks too easy. Uh, it's the opposite play, the 44, 15 to yep. one angle. Yep. Uh, prime time favorites have been on a horrible run. It's a three and 14 ATS run. And it's kind of like the same situation last week. Yeah, Baltimore will kill them. That's what I thought. And uh, horrible performance, and they got beat. So take the seven with Atlanta. In pocket, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern at betrivers.com. And again, Henry, 14 to 1 at Bet Rivers, first touchdown, 17 to 1, last touchdown. I love those props. How about two touchdowns? Harris is 8 to 1, Henry's 20 to 1. Aguilar, 17. Bournes, 24. Stevenson, 8. Those are always fun. Yeah, to I don't, I don't know. But again, the Patriots running back situation. Yeah, you, yeah. At this point, don't what, really what do you know. Think, what do you think no touchdown is? In the game? Yeah. 250 to 1. 180. 180? In the ballpark, anyway. Did you see the, right. the Chiefs Raiders game Monday night? They were offering no touchdown in that game here at Circa. 650 to 1. Is that right? Yeah. I put pizza money on it. <laughs> and it was dead within five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. But anyway, I mean, it's That's it's great. happened. The Bills-Jags uh, game was 255 to 1. Yeah. So you brought up, I wanted to ask about the longest shot on the board to win the either AFC or NFC. Realistic chance here, right? You said the Patriots. I want to throw two teams at you in the NFC. Where are you at with the Vikings? Yeah, I'm on the Vikings. You I've are. always said the Vikings are going to make the playoffs. I'm mad that I didn't. I, I made a small play on the Vikings last week. But, you know, Michael Lombardi has been very good about you know, and he, he gives out his picks on odds on Lombardi. But a strong handicapping angle, even this early in the season, is last stand games. Custer's last stand. That was a last stand game for the Vikings. They couldn't go to three and six. Yeah. These teams that need yeah. to win to keep expected playoff hopes alive have been a very strong angle, right? And, you know, I'm, we have Frank Schwab on the show every Wednesday uh, with Amal and I, and he he's the senior NFL writer for Yahoo Sports and betting analyst. He's really good with these. He graduated from the University of Wisconsin, lives in Denver now, but he's really good with these Wisconsin teams playing for or against them. I think he's 4-0 on Badger games this year oh. with us, and he loves the Vikings to win outright this week Oh, uh, against the Packers. He said this is a spot. This is a really bad spot for the Packers. The Vikings are coming home off that win. This is a game the Vikings are going to win. I think so, too. The Packers don't have to win. They have a big lead in the division. Um but I'll tell you right now, I, I think the Vikings make the playoff. Can Kirk Cousins win three games on the road? He's having a I great don't. season, but it's playoff time that we're talking about. And Zimmer's so conservative. Yeah, right. He just, he, now, he didn't coach that way against uh, Staley. Staley was the more conservative coach, kicking surprise, that field surprise. goal on fourth and two, right, when they were down 10. That was a very conservative. Zimmer was aggressive. Remember, they were trying to run a fake punt there, too, on fourth and seven, and yep. the, the officials wow. blew it dead so that they didn't do the fake punt. Well, another team that was up against it on Monday night, I want to th- the, the, if the Niners would play, that's the big if, though, right? Mm-hmm. Or are you completely off on the Niners? Because they're 50-1. No, to, I don't. I'm not. I pass. You're on off the on them? Yeah. Is it Jimmy Garoppolo? Is it Shanahan? 
Oh, no, it's more Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy I mean, G? what are they going to run? They're going to be able to run the ball. They had 27 plays that they ran on first down. They, they, they ran 25 out of 27. Who's going to, who can do that in the NFL? That's not yeah. sustainable. No, it's definitely They're, not. It's not. Yep. Who do you think wins the uh, Cy Young in the National League tonight? MVP, you mean? What did I say? Cy Young. Cy Young. Yeah, I'll MVP. Burns. MVP. I'll take Burns. You'll take Burns. 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 I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> MVP. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I was reading up on this yesterday. Jason Sarkin is like this close. It's razor thin between Soto and Harper. Okay. Why is Tatis out of it? Oh, people are saying Tatis has no I chance. I know. I know. I don't. Yeah. Harper, what did Harper do the first couple months of the season? I'd give it to Soto, but I, I, I don't. I don't it's, get this. Because Harper stunk down the stretch in that Atlanta series. Well, it's, but it's more than that. It's, it's because of what Harper did after the All-Star. This is what people are saying. His like OPS and his numbers after the All Star break compared to the rest of his teammates, and he like they weren't eliminated until game one fifty eight, and it was basically because of him on offense. Nobody else did anything for the Phillies, and that's why they're okay. looking at it like the second half. Like he it, had a second it, half that's comparable to Barry Bonds and Babe Ruth, according to numbers. It's it's, it's Tatis's fault that Darvish couldn't get anybody out, and Snell struggled, and they had I a think, horrible manager. And... I think that Tatis it was so bad in the field, though. I think okay. that weighs against him. I would say Tatis. If I had a vote, but I don't think he's going to win it. I actually think Soto will win. You, you do, do think he's going to win? I do think he's going to win. Well, that'd be something. I do think he's going to win. Now, they finished in last place, though, right? Is they that going to be too big of a demerit Why? to overcome? Well, it wasn't too big for Andre Dawson, was it? No. Hey, here's here's yeah. the thing, right? I mean, none of the players up for the award tonight in the National League, none were of the involved. teams, none yeah, of the teams made the playoffs. Involved. They weren't. So what's the difference between a second-place team and a team that won 67 games? Yeah. You think that your Otani is going to win in the American League? I'm I'm sort of so? convinced. Yeah, sort of. Even though he didn't pitch on the last day of the year in the game that had playoff implications, if he doesn't, will it be unanimous? Put it this way: if Otani doesn't Vlad's win, season. I'm not. I, I will you, not. You, you oh, say stop. Vlad's season is better than any of the National League guys' seasons. Oh, easily. Yes. No question. Yes. Yes. Yep. But and you y- think it's Otani? Huh? Well, I mean. Because that's the narrative that we heard about Otani, 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 Otani. Yeah, but it's a lifetime It's a lifetime yeah. season that we've never seen before. Well, and they protected him all the way down the stretch. Struck out 8 million times. It, I yeah. mean... One it, of the few. One of the few that are... You're anti-Otani. I'm not anti-Otani. I'm just... I, I, don't, I don't understand the metrics. You know? I, you, have to, you have to believe that his pitching was one of the top 15 seasons in the American League to think that he's the MVP. Because because of how poorly he hit it for a percentage and the number of strikeouts, would you say that if he wasn't a pitcher, that he would have been in the top ten for the MVP based on his batting? His lineup sucked. The Blue Jays had him like twenty seven Yankees. Well, that nonsense! They put Simeon in there as one of the three people. That's just to discredit Guerrero. It's yeah. just like it's yes. just like this uh, Paula Bovins committee and the football. They rank Utah so that if Oregon should happen to beat him as a three point dog. They can say, ooh, they beat the ranked Utah team twice, right? That's all nonsense, too. Nobody but Oregon in the Pac-12 should be ranked. I mean, that's why they, they manipulate yeah. things. Okay. Like Brando says, they keep yeah. Oregon up there to keep Ohio State up there. Well, to answer your question, <laughs> yes, Otani would be top 10. Okay. But 40-plus yeah. home runs and 25 yeah. stolen bases? Too many strikeouts. Oh, Low God. of an average. What do you know? While we were doing the blackjack tournament, uh, what do you know about the girl who won the million dollars here on the Wheel of Fortune? From Southern California. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, what a story. Yeah. And there's the owner to take a picture there, Derek. Yeah, she's with her husband and her significant other. He, she said, come on, come on, take the picture with the owner. He said, no, that's yours. That's yours. She, no, we want, he didn't want to take it, but he took the picture. 
took the picture in the video. Any backstory? He, he was a sports bet. The guy was here betting sports. Oh, my God. What, she yeah. just put a 20 in or something? I think she had 15 in. Oh no, really? Yeah, I sent Joe Wardle over, our table games director, because yeah. it came and hit the wheel of fortune. I said, get over there, because I don't know if anybody else is over there. Okay. Uh, go up the second floor. So he said, when he said, he met her, he, he greeted her, he, he, he said, you know, who he was, and he said, tell me this is a great story that you only have a $20 bill in the machine. She said, I got 15 in. I can't believe it. And it lines up for is over that, a million dollars. Wow. Right that's up how many here, right above us, over here by Jackpots up here. Okay. Yeah. By, uh, the the yeah. Victory Burger? Okay. Yep. Is by, that, the, uh, by the uh, the collections. Wait, yeah. so is that five bucks a push? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She put in 15 bucks. Yeah. Oh, my that's God. That's it. Pop. What the, three hands, honey. What are you doing? Uh, take this any that's direction it. you want. Another great story. This guy, this George Holmes, just won. He Runner up at the main event World Series, $4.3 million. Mm. He was down to one big blind. You you were you were in the that's incredible. Poker, that's yeah. really hard to do though because oh, you got, oh come on you have to win you have to win you have to win. I mean it's not like you just win one hand and you're back in it. He went all in when he, when he four callers. Yeah, and that that really well that's the things. key that's, thing. That's right. It's, you don't yeah. double up. You can tuple up. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, but what do they say? Paul, you know this. You play chip, chip in, in a chair. chair. It's all you need is a chip in a chair. You were in the stacks and the racks. <laughs> <laughs> Until you found out you couldn't oh my cash. Can you believe that? What Can a horrible beat. That? I was so pissed. I was there for eight hours. How many hours. years ago was this? I was there for eight hours. I was the yeah. chip leader. They were giving away nine? trips to yeah. Bahamas. Oh, you you work for the company. You can't win. Can't You're not win. allowed to win. I take my chips Bill off. Gordon. I was Bill Gordon Bill was Gordon the sponsor was of it. Yeah. Bill Gordon. Uh-huh. They tell me while the tournament's going on, you're not allowed to win. Right. Great prizes on the line. Trips, all this. I'm the chip leader. I go, that's it. I, I went know. all in. I go, you got me. I, I told the guy, you had me. Let's go. I want to go Think of that. I could have met Paul Howard. Yeah. Like eight years before I actually met him. How would our lives have changed? Oh, I'm sure you guys would have been best friends back then as well. Yeah. I'm no sure. matter what would have clicked. Sure. Here, I remember that day because Paulie was a bully because he got he got out to a good yeah. lead and he's wearing his sunglasses and the sunglasses are down a little bit like this on his nose. And he's just like every, every, he had way more chips. Than every, I'm going to go all in again. Everybody's like, okay, I can't match him. This is before your girl hit the mega bucks too, right? Right. So you were actually, you needed it. Yeah. <laughs> would have helped. It would have. It's a good prize pool. Hey, it, was, it was fifty thousand, right? <laughs> you can't. They tell me during the tournament you 50, can't 000, win. Fifty thousand, and we're paying out the top uh, nine places. There was like forty-five players. It probably probably should have been a state. You probably should have known that going in. <laughs> maybe read the rules. Maybe, maybe well, yeah, probably in the rules what? at some point. Ties lose. You wouldn't even have showed up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Mike. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Great job, pal. There you go. You can catch him later on with the odds on right here on Visa and Paul Charchian on Fantasy Football in tonight's matchup next. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. 
but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, LA, and now New York. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Fantasy Football Hall of Famer Paul Charchian, guillotineleagues.com, joins the program now. He is back, he was gone for a week. And uh, he had COVID, feeling much better yes. today. How are you, pal? You doing all right? I am so much less phlegmy than I was a week ago. And for that, we can all be grateful. All right. <laughs> right, yes. On air purposes. Okay, but you're feeling good? Yes. And off air. Yeah, I feel great. Thank you very much. I okay. appreciate you asking. Don't recommend it. Um, <laughs> but now, not only do I have artificial um, um resistance I, I my, my natural immunity is extremely high now so i'm you know i'm set and ready to go all right ready to go you know tongue kiss strangers at this point good we'll see you in vegas in a couple of weeks we'll go on like a three-day bender <laughs> how does that sound oh i like it okay, let's make good, that happen good all right tonight's game to me is very tricky mm-hmm. at this moment anyway i mean it's like the, the patterson news we don't know he's a game time decision so what to do with the atlanta backfield uh and then also yeah. like you know damian harris He's back. He's been cleared from the concussion protocol. But this is Bill Belichick we're talking about. Even though Stevenson has looked awesome lately, like how do you yeah. think Belichick is going to operate here with that backfield? So they're running the ball so well as a team. They're running extremely well. Harris had been great before he missed last week's game. Then Stevenson walks in. He's fantastic. They both have the opportunity for a very, very good game here. Atlanta allowing the six most rushing attempts uh, per game. Harris and Stevenson both going to get fed here. The key for Stevenson, for those that, you know, either if you started him last week or maybe you missed the boat and, and you didn't you didn't pivot him when you probably should have, um, he catches the ball. 
And while he's not James White, you know, James White out, they need somebody who can catch the ball back there, and he's that guy. And that's something we didn't necessarily expect from a, a from him coming out of college, but it's turned out to be pretty good coming off a four-catch game. And so they're both absolutely startable. This is not a great Atlanta run defense, or well, any kind of defense. So, yeah, I, I like both Harris. I like Stevenson. You mentioned Cordero Patterson. I don't he's I don't think he's playing. Oh, this yeah. is you know, short week ankle. They can you know they can they can position this however they want. I don't think he's gonna go. And when Cordero does not play, we take him out of that offense. There isn't much of an offense left to talk about. The running game's a disaster. Patterson was the best thing going. Mike Davis, their ostensible starter. You know, there's the yards over expectation stat that's out there which they look at every play and they go, okay, this guy gets this many yards over, over expectation, what, it, what, a, what he should get. Mike Davis is negative 83 yards over expectation on the season. He is terrible. So I don't think, and, and here New England's run defense has been very good. They've given up one touchdown in the last four weeks and they faced Austin Eckler and Christian McCaffrey in that span. It's a, there's nothing to like there. There's no Calvin Ridley. Patterson can't catch. So now all Bill Belichick has to do is take away Kyle Pitts and now Matt Ryan's going to drop back and he's going to have to win with Olamide Zacharias, Zacharias or whatever, and Tajay Sharp and Russell Gage. And yeah. it's, there's, there's nothing to like about this offense. Right now. Yep. Yep. Well said. Well said. How about the big game Sunday in your backyard? And what do you think of the fantasy standpoint with the Vikings going against this all of a sudden hot and a solid Green Bay defense? Yeah, it's shockingly good. I mean, this is where passing games go to die right now. It's, uh, it's, it's kind of frightening, actually. Over the last three weeks, Packers have faced Kyler Murray, Patrick Mahomes, and Russell Wilson. The average game from those three guys, 199 passing yards and 0.3 touchdowns. Wow. That's it. Green Bay ranks number one in completion percentage and number two in shortest yards per attempt at just 6.7. When when Kirk gets when Kirk Cousins gets pressure on him, he gets skittish and he throws checkdowns. And that's you. It can, mm. It's very hard to win games on dump off passes, and I'm worried that that's going to come here. Even if Rashawn Gary does not play in this game, they're still they still think they can get enough pressure on Cousins to have this game unravel that way. That worries me a little bit. Vikings receivers are very good, Jefferson and Thielen, but the Packers haven't given up more than 37 yards to a receiver in the past two games. It's this is a brutal matchup for Minnesota. Yeah. Well, how about AJ Dillon? Where are you at with him? I love him this week. My number four ranked uh, oh, running back this week against the Vikings. Vikings have the, a run-stuffing defensive tackle named Michael Pierce, who really was the pivot player for this whole run defense, suffered an elbow injury like six weeks ago, was ready to come back, and then re-injured it or had some kind of setback. They're not saying, and now he's on IR. So it's just, it's been really bad for the Vikings. It's uh, it's an injury-ravaged defense that's going to be missing probably three or four starters in this game. And, and Dylan also helping through the air. We didn't necessarily expect a lot of that, uh, but he's proven he can catch. In the last two weeks, he's caught for over 100 yards in those two weeks. And so yeah, I, I think he's he's sitting on potentially a very big game and a much bigger role against Minnesota. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Paul Charchian, our guest, guillotineleagues.com. So how do you want to operate here with uh, Cam Newton moving forward? Is he startable as the quarterback in certain leagues this, you know, maybe starting this week? God, what a fascinating matchup this is, guys. I love this. So you Cam Newton, he's been on the roster for like two days, walks into Bank of America Field on Sunday like he owns the place. He's leading sideline huddles. The players are rallying around him, and the Panthers go get their best win of the season. And what an amazing story for Cam Newton. And this week, 
He gets the juicy matchup with Washington, arguably the worst pass defense in the league. They rank 29th in yards allowed. They're dead last in passing touchdowns allowed. Since week two, the average passing game against Washington is 290 yards and three touchdowns. So on paper, this is a, a fantastic matchup for Newton. Oh, and one more thing. The last rushing quarterback, that mobile quarterback that Washington faced was Daniel Jones way back like week two or three. And he ran for 95 yards and a touchdown. But there's this. We saw Cam Newton throw eight touchdowns in a season last year. And he gets his old coach, Ron Rivera, this week. Who knows where all the, the bodies are buried for Cam <laughs> Newton. All the bad things about his game, all the ways to make him suffer. I mean, this thing could go. I wouldn't be surprised if Cam Newton only knows a fraction of the playbook. He could either, like, not finish the game. He could get benched, which he did three times last year. Yep. Or he could have he could have a giant game against a terrible secondary. I, I, the variation, possible variation outcomes here is absolutely massive sure. for Cam uh, Newton. Great breakdown. They're, they're on bye, uh, I believe, but... Can you put in perspective what Cup could do? I mean, he might have 2,000 yards and 20 touchdowns. He should be. He should be, in my opinion, leading the leading candidate for MVP, but we just don't give that yep. award to receivers very often. But everything he's doing right now is absolutely MVP-worthy. His team's mostly winning, and he's he's having, an, he's having an amazing season. There aren't – and the fact that he's doing this as well, by the way, out of the slot is virtually unheard of. When we've had like the blow up seasons from from receivers, they've never been slot guys. It's always been Randy Boss running you know deep down a sideline and hauling in bombs. So that's the the fact that this is all coming together the way it has for him. I think it's it's an it's a still undertold and underreported story, and he should be absolutely be in the conversation for MVP. I mean, think about what you just said again. He and he's on pace to actually have a better season than what Randy Moss's best career like his career year. And he's doing yeah, this from the slot? Yeah. Yes. I mean, it, nobody does this from the slot. You're no. running through the middle of a defense, yep. right? I mean, you don't get, you don't have the boundary on one side that you never have to worry about. You know, that's, it's a huge, it's a huge factor that nobody's really talking about. And it makes Cup's season no. to me that much more special. One more quarterback here. Do you think the Bears recently found something here with Justin Fields? He certainly looked better the last two weeks, hasn't he? Niners game. 100 rushing yards and a, a career-best 70% completion rate. That was great. Then the Steelers game was his biggest yardage game, and he had some really good plays down the stretch to, to, to bring his team almost back from uh, from what would have been a defeat, what was a defeat. Baltimore is uh, is coming up. They're allowing the most passing yards, almost 300 yards per game. They've given up 400-yard passing games three times this year. So, you know, I think this is a very much a litmus test for Justin Fields quasi startable for fantasy i just wish they'd run him more because he's he's very mobile they don't run him enough but on paper this is a good opportunity for fields and and for anybody that's in a pinch from a fantasy standpoint yeah you could do worse than trying justin fields and let's let's hope that matt nagy's putting this thing together yep all right so playoffs are right around the corner tell everybody here about guillotineleagues.com final week to join a guillotine league is this week this is it it's there's still there's still eight weeks left to play so there's still time to have a lot of fun uh, so we're still creating new guillotine leagues and all my player rankings available for free. If you're wondering who should I start, who should I bench? It's all available for free at guillotineleagues.com. It's good to have you back. Yes. Good to see you again. Glad that you're doing Great well. Great to be back. Thank you, my friends. Yep. Bye-bye. Thanks, yep. pal. There you go. Paul Charchian. How about off air? He goes, hey, I'm reading this great book about Las Vegas. <laughs> Har Harpooning whales. I go, what? Yeah, yeah. Whale hunt in the desert? Steve yeah. Se Oh, yeah, Steve Sear. Yeah. yeah, yeah How about yeah. that? Old friend of the show. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's an incredible book. It's an amazing oh, book. It's if so you've never good. read it before.
But High Rollers and Whales and, oh, it's so good. That's uh, near the oh. very top of the list for Las Vegas books. I finished that thing in two days. Yeah. That book is awesome. Whale Hunt in the Desert. Deep you, Castleman wrote it. Yep. Awesome. Oh. You're right. You can finish that book in like a day or two days. Yeah. It's so good. Some of the stories that Steve tells. Longtime casino host here in Las Vegas. Oh. And he, he will tell people, I got like a 2.0 in college. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. I turned out, guys, I, I'm great at talking to people. I could read the room. Yeah. And so what he would do for like big, you know, whales, obviously, was yeah. great. The, the girls at the pool make more than you. And uh, you're, yeah. Why, yeah. But, but he gives a speech. Yep. Good luck tonight, Betty. We're back tomorrow. We'll see you. Bet River Sportsbook app has a huge number of live streaming events every day. Bet River Sportsbook has great offers, including a $250 match bonus on your first deposit, and all bonuses are only one-time playthrough. Amazing offers and great customer service makes Bet Rivers your hometown sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Playable in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. See the Bet River Sportsbook app for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Or in Colorado, call 1-800-522-4700. Playable in New Jersey as Play Sugar House. The VEASAN Midseason Football Special is here. Put the VEASAN betting experts to work for you from now through February for only $99. Daily best bet emails, 24-7 video streaming, betting splits for every sport, point spread weekly, plus in-depth data and analysis on VEASAN.com. Sign up today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe and get everything we have to offer for the rest of the football season for only $99. That's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. This is VEASAN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN experts live and breathe sports betting, and we've assembled the best team here in Vegas, the gambling capital of the world. Our unique approach helps you learn how to become a better handicapper. We go beyond picks and predictions to discuss the numbers and analysis that matter to sports bettors. The action never stops, and we are always on for you with TV, radio, and digital coverage. Invest in your sports betting success. Visit vcin.com to learn more. This is vcin. 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 This is from BBC Radio Four, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my god, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.